Yeah, what's good? You're now tuning in to Motivation Conversations with Hope Hill. And it's a girl, me, Hope Hill. Um, so before I even start this episode, I just wanted to take time out to genuinely, genuinely send love and positivity and hope for God's blessing on everybody right now still that's going through this quarantine and pandemic and even the bigger problems that we're facing with the injustice system. But I'm not even going to go there with that. But yeah, so anyways, on my last episode, I spoke about being single and, you know, my personal experiences and things that I've learned that are best to do while single. And on this episode, I definitely, I had to talk about relationships because, I mean, just like everyone will be single at some point in their time, you will be in a relationship. Uh, And there's a lot of things that I've learned from relationships, a lot. So yeah, let's just get into it. So the way I look at it is like the beginning of a relationship, the middle, which is like months, into years, into years, into years when you find that person. That's like your forever middle until death do you guys apart. And then the end for when you break up. Because everybody goes through a breakup at least some point in their life. Right, right. So the beginning. I feel like it's like the first few weeks when you first start talking to somebody you know, and you're getting to know them and you're trying to figure out who they are as an individual, it's very important to make sure that this person compliments you. And when I mean compliment you, I don't only mean just like in look-wise or anything aesthetically, aesthetically, excuse me. I'm also talking about, do you guys share the same visions and intentions? And what I mean by vision and intentions is, for example, I'm a very goal-oriented person. So, of course, I have to be with someone who's ambitious and wants to be successful in their life journey as well. As well as, like, morale, beliefs, those things, like, the things that you have in common, they matter, you know. They also say, you know, you don't want to be with somebody who's just like you. No, of course not. You want to have differences because you want them to be an individual, but you also want to make sure that there's things that you guys do have in common because that will make the relationship healthy. We'll also keep it healthy. And then intentions. Now, and what I mean by intentions is like, when you when you start talking to somebody, whatever the case may be, you guys are just, you know, chilling, vibing, you're getting to know each other. Sometimes it happens, you know, consciously, sometimes it happens subconsciously. You can end up months with a person and never establish something. You know, you guys definitely see the memes where people are like, oh, niggas want to do girlfriend shit all the time, but then don't want to be your girlfriend. Well, that most likely happens when you don't set intentions in the beginning. When you don't have that conversation about what it is that you're looking for, it's it's just easy to for someone to do what they want and be like, well, we never established it. You know, and I feel like our generation now, it's like half and half. Most people are dating to marry and then there's some that are just like anti-relationships. They don't want to commit or they're just afraid or, excuse me, they have their own personal reasons why they don't want to be in a relationship. 
So when you talk about that in the beginning, like, hey, you know, and it's not saying like, I want to be in a relationship right now with you. It's just, where are you in your life? Like, what is a fitting type of situation with someone else for you? When you ask somebody that, it allows them to think like, okay, what is it? Where where am I as an individual on my personal journey? And am I in a place where I can welcome a new commitment? to someone else. And if someone cannot, you cannot be upset at them. You know, you can honor them for being truthful and respectful to you and letting you know, like, yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to commit or I'm ready to be in a relationship. Or if they tell you, like, maybe not right now, but later on down the line, if it happens, then it happens. As long as you communicate down the line, if you feel like you want it to happen and you check in with them and it's just like, hey, where you at with it, then that's okay. But definitely in the beginning, you need to set intentions because you don't want to be that person that down the line, you want to press the issue. Like, hey, so, you know, you've been meeting my friends. We've been hanging out a lot. We're always on dates. You sleep over. I sleep over, et cetera, et cetera. Are you ready to take this to the next level? And then you get an answer that you wasn't expecting or you didn't necessarily like. And now you feel some type of way towards this person. If you would have had that conversation in the beginning, you could have completely avoided that happening. So intentions, I've I've personally experienced it. And I may have not been the person that wanted it, but I just realized that, okay, maybe we should have established what we were both looking for in the beginning so that now we're not in this like awkward type of predicament. Another thing that I definitely, definitely live by now and all my relationships or anything like, not that I can't say all, but <laughs> the last few is building a relation, a uh, friendship, excuse me. And there's so many benefits when you build a friendship while building an intimate relationship with someone. And I'm going to even tell you some, but just for starters, it's like, for example, when you're mentally healthy as an individual, right, and you meet a friend and you like yourself, you love yourself, right, and you meet just a regular friend, not somebody that you're pursuing like that, just a friend, platonic, complete friend, right? You're not doing things that you wouldn't normally do to impress this person to get them to like you. That's not how you would approach that. You're going to approach that being completely yourself. And if this person likes you and you like them, then you guys form a friendship, right? So now... When you meet someone that you are interested in, I think it's just like in, it's like human nature in a way to just kind of make yourself look a certain type of way or be the best this or wear that or say these certain things or be over the top because you want this person to, you're purposely looking for this person to intimately like you on that level, right? So there's going to be things about yourself that you're not willing to show or flaws or things like that that are not going to come until down the line when you're more comfortable. However, if you take the opportunity in the beginning of getting to know someone to also build a friendship and allow them to show you who they are and you show them who you are and you guys just build and respect on that as two individuals getting to know one another, it's going to make the relationship a lot more healthy. And then you have like a new best friend, definitely, because I definitely know that my girlfriend now is my best friend. I tell her everything, everything. We just communicate very well because we've always communicated ever since the very first day that we've ever spoken. 
it's just been open communication and we and I was purposeful about that and I was clear about that. Like, you know, I want to make sure that we build a friendship while we get to know each other on this type of level because that's important to me. I think that's going to help us maintain our relationship and it's also going to help us get to know each other on a better level. It allows you to have more fun. Like, if you're a fun person around your friends, like I said, you don't care, you just want to have a good time, you'll bring that same energy into your relationship. And then your person will be like, oh, wow, you're actually cool. You know, like I, people who know me know that I am low key, high key, a goofball. Like I'm so funny. And it's not like I'm purposely funny. Like that's just my personality. And I'm always like that. It doesn't matter where I'm around, who I'm around. I am me 24 seven, but it's because I'm comfortable. And the people that I date, I want them to also understand that I'm comfortable with that part of me. And if you want to be with me, I'm, you're going to have to obviously be with comfortable with that part of me as well, right? So that's like the beginning of the relationships, that part right there. Then you get to the middle. There's like the be- there's like the beginning of the middle and then the middle that lasts years, you know, because you get in a relationship and God willing, it will be long lasting if that's what it's meant to be. If not, then you will obviously have the end, which I will get to. But in regards to the middle, I feel like, so in the beginning, you have like the honeymoon stage, you know, you're like everything this person does is just absolutely amazing. They, I know that I definitely went through the honeymoon stage with my relationship now, but in the middle is where it can definitely start to fade. For example, we've heard the term, excuse me, um, you know, don't start, don't stop doing the things that you were doing to get her now that you got her or something along those lines. It's basically the same thing. It's when the honeymoon stage starts to fade, you know, you feel like you guys already have one another, you guys are already with each other. So it's like, okay, you know, like the text messages don't have to be as often. She knows, she already knows how I feel or the surprises don't have to be as often or just because or whatever the case may be. You got to maintain that. You got to maintain dating, maintain doing the things that you were doing in the beginning. Because if you're someone and you guys have both intended in the beginning that you wanted to date to marry, you were looking for a long-term relationship, you're going to have to maintain that. And what I mean by that is so I think that every single person should read The Five Love Languages. And the book is by, I'm going to tell you right now, give me one second by Gary Chapman, right? So I think everybody should definitely read that book about relationships because it teaches you a lot of things about yourself in relationships as well as your spouse. Um, What I learned is that we go through honeymoon stages, obviously, and eventually those honeymoon stages will fade away. And that is when you begin to realize that you have to choose love daily. It is not like okay, yeah, I'm going to give you all the love I got in the beginning and then that's it, you know? Like, now we're together, so it's just like, okay. No, it's just like a plant. In order for it to grow, you have to water it, you know? Just like, you know, my mom oddly talks to her pants. Well, I don't even think it's odd anymore because I understand it. Because you give it love and it grows. You give it attention and it grows. You maintain it and it grows. That's the same thing with our relationships. When you choose to love someone day in and day out, no matter the circumstances and when challenges and obstacles come because they will come, you're choosing to love them daily. It's going to maintain something long as well as being healthy. And I personally believe that there is no timeline to follow. I think that some people are like, you know, if you're with somebody 
for four months who shouldn't move in with them. I, 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 I think it's more about logic between the two of you. If you guys have something and it just may be a certain type of situation, whereas that ends up happening, as long as it makes sense to the both of you guys, it doesn't matter what most people say. It doesn't matter what anybody say, to be completely honest. Something else that, and then shout out to Kristen, my homegirl, um, who had brought up this topic on Instagram that reminded me a while ago. And I was just like, yo, that is so true. And she kind of gave it a name. It was like temperature check-ins or something like that. But it's basically, when you are in a relationship with someone for a while, it will happen that, you know, people feelings change. You know, we are human beings. Our feelings change every single day. Our emotions go up and up and down. Some of us to the extreme. I know I am one of them. But when you start to apply check-ins with your spouse, meaning you guys set like dates every few weeks or maybe every month, every few months, whereas you get together and you just check in with one another, you know, it can be as a couple and as individuals. And it's just asking, you know, like, how are you feeling? Is there anything that you have on your mind about this relationship? Is, is there something that you want to talk to me about? You know, is there some is there anything that I'm doing that's making you feel any type of way? Are you happy? Are you good? Blah, 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 blah. And then when you have that communication and you take it to the individual, like, okay, like, is there anything that you're trying to pursue in your goals that you're having a struggle with, anything that you're struggling with mentally that I don't know about, you know, when you start to implant, and what is the word that I'm looking for? When you start to employ those type of healthy conversations, and like I said, building a friendship will definitely help on the honesty part of this, because when you're comfortable with someone, you can be honest about how you feel. You know that they're not going to judge you and they're not going to misunderstand you. When you communicate often, you can tell them like, you know, no, honestly, this is how I'm feeling or whatever the case may be. And now, boom, you fix it. Right. You guys communicate how you feel. You talk about the problem. You create a solution and then you execute the solution. Those check ins will help you maintain your relationship. Because a lot of times when you don't communicate and you don't really talk to your spouse like that, they are going to start, or they may, if, for example, okay, so what I'm trying to say is if you have, you're in a relationship, right? And your spouse feels some type of way towards you about something that you may have said or did to them. And they have yet to communicate those feelings towards you. They've ju- they're just not thinking about it. And sometimes they can overthink about it. Now, what's going to happen is that they're going to start reacting to you, how they feel in their mind. And because they haven't expressed those feelings yet, you're not going to know what's going on, you know, like we're not mind readers. So if you don't openly communicate your feelings and what's going on and how you're feeling, how is this, how is your spouse supposed to fix it? How are we supposed to find a solution and now execute, execute, excuse me, moving forward? How are we going to fix that? And a lot of times, you know, I've been guilty of being in my mind about something and just so into my thoughts that I'm now being like standoffish. But you have to be able to communicate your feelings. And that's why I said building a friendship will help with this because the more you're comfortable speaking with your spouse, the more when things happen, you're quicker to communicate them than you are to react to your thoughts, if that makes any sense. 
I don't know if everyone's going to relate to this part, but I know personally for me, this is something that I've learned about the middle stages of relationships is that some of them, because, you know, they're either blessings, lessons sometimes, both. They may cause certain like triggers, right? To traumas that you had in your past or your childhood. I know personally for me, I had to look back at myself and certain things that I did and I thought and I manipulated in situations and my relationships that were because of things that I never fully healed from or understood why they were happening as a child. Like, I was never taught self-love as a child. I received love, definitely. I received love from my mom, my dad, my parents. But the understanding of loving yourself unconditionally, that was never sat down in a conversation spoken about with me. So as I got older, there was things that I was looking for. There was a feeling in myself that I needed to fill, avoid, that I was looking for other people, eventually my intimate relationships, to fill. You know, I needed to feel loved by my person. I needed to feel accepted. I needed to feel like the only one. And as I got older, obviously, now that I look back, in that moment, I can definitely say I didn't understand what it was, like the bigger picture of it. But now that I'm way into my self-love journey, I look back and I can understand like, oh, okay, I see here where my relationships kind of tied into me not healing from things from my childhood. And it can be it can be a scary feeling because it's overwhelming and you start to feel like, OK, do I have to deal with this? Like, do I have to break up with this person to deal with this? Do I have to, like, go through my own? Do I have to completely shut them out? And if you're with the right person and like I said, the importance of building a friendship and you're with the right person that understands you and respects you as an individual, we know that, OK, you are not perfect. There's, we're going to be learning and Fixing things about ourselves as we grow. That's the whole purpose of evolving, you know, and getting older and growing as you get older and becoming wiser is fixing things about yourself that you haven't healed from, learning things about yourself, maintaining or whatever the case may be. If you have a partner that respects that because they honor that within themselves, it's you don't have to break up. I'll be here to support you, whatever you need. You know, if you feel like you have to start a spiritual journey, if you feel like, you know, you need to go back and talk to your parents and tell them that you wish this, like whatever the case may be, that partner is going to be there for you and support you through that. You don't always have to break up to deal with things about yourself that you learn throughout your relationship. If it's a healthy, right relationship for you, they'll support you and they'll understand like it's OK. It's all right. Thank you for communicating that to me. Thank you for letting me know, you know, that. That, that I may have not or may or may have not may have triggered something that you learned about yourself because now I know now that, that that's a trigger for you and now I can be more conscious because I know that that's something that you're working towards. That's what's going to happen. That's a partnership. Somebody who honors and respects your individuality because they honor and respect their own. And I'm going to get into that too. Um, Sorry. Yeah, so actually, no, I'm getting into it right now. So let me tell you guys a quick story, right? I had went out to this boy's spot with 
my girl of long time ago, obviously, because we've been in quarantine for like ever now. It's like this very small, and I emphasize on the size for a reason. Um, it's very small crab boil, which is odd for me because it's like seafood. Why would you want to be all on top of people eating their seafood? But okay. Um, so we went out to the spot and we got grabbed the table and we were talking, having conversation. And beside us were two older women, much older than their late 40s, early 50s. Um, so as me and my girlfriend are, you know, there enjoying our food, conversing, she went to the bathroom and one of the women, I guess she thought that was her perfect opportunity. She started talking to me. She asked me about my drink or something like that. So we get to conversing and my girlfriend comes back. We start talking. We introduce ourselves down the line. And then I realized that, you know, oh, wait, I think I think they're a couple. I couldn't really tell because they just looked like two older women just like having a crap on you together. And then I was like, oh, and then they asked about our relationship. And then they, I was like, oh, this is obvious. Okay, they're, they're, they're together. Um, so we started talking to them and they were the most wonderful women. I wish I could remember their names. They were from somebody's island, Staten Island, Long Island. Somebody's island. I think it's Staten Island. Something like that. Anyways, doesn't matter. But yes, they were the sweetest women that I've met in a while. And so we got to talking and they were telling us that they've been together like 27 years. So, you know, of course you see a healthy lesbian relationship thrive. And I could tell that it was healthy from the way that they talked about each other was like, it was like they just met, like they were on the first date and they would just head over heels for one another. The way that they looked at each other was with so much passion and just love and relationship. And I was just admiring it and observing it like, wow, that's amazing. You know, that's what, that's what I aspire to have. So I asked them, you know, what's the best advice you can give or what's the best thing that has maintained you guys over the last 27 years? And they told me, which I was just like, oh, okay, that's, that's the answer to a long, healthy, loving, abundant relationship. And they were like, it's very simple. Maintain your individuality. And I was like, yeah. Like, it just clicked for me. Like, yeah. And she's like, no, seriously. She's like, their birthdays were close in days. She's like, even though our birthdays are extremely close, we do not celebrate our birthdays together. We allow one another to have their own celebration and celebrate them as individuals because they were born on those days. You know, we don't want to merge it and make it about both of us when we still want to honor and respect that we are individuals who have merged our personal journeys. And I was just like, wow. She's like, and that will help. And that has helped throughout our entire relationship. You respect someone. And I was just like going back to when I started thinking, you know, guys, going back to when I was talking about how when you go through personal things in your relationships that may trigger, when you speak about that and you have a spouse that respects and honors your, you as an individual, I was just like, oh, that's crazy. It just makes so much sense. And then it's like, yes, because I want to remember that I'm still a person, even though I'm in a relationship. I still have a life to live. I still have goals. I still have a purpose to fulfill. I still have a family. You still want to be who you are while you're in a relationship, before your relationship, after. You want to maintain that. And going into if, you know, unfortunately, 
you are currently going through a breakup or if you have been through, because like I said in the beginning, we all have been through. When you get to that point where the relationship ends, the most important lesson that I think I've learned from breakups is how you deal with them. Because that one has a lot to say about your character. Two, it has a lot to say about the direction that your life will go after this breakup. And what I mean is, Okay, my last breakup that I had, it hurt a lot, you guys. Like, I felt so, like, disrespected. And whatever the case may be, I'm not going to talk about that because I've definitely spoken about that before. And I had every right to be resentful and feel bitter, but I chose not to. Because at the end of the day, you cannot control what people choose to do. I didn't... I, what I learned is that when people show you what they rather do, you respect it and you you choose how now you make a choice. Okay, you you showed me what your choice was. Now it's my turn to make a decision a decision based off that that choice that you made. And I chose to love on myself instead. Like, okay, you know what, this didn't work out. Wish you well. You didn't know how to love on me, and I, we may have not understood each other. That's okay. Whatever's gonna happen, I believe in karma most definitely, and. Down the line, I just focus on myself. I was like, I'm going to put my love and my intention and the one thing that I know that's not going to wake up one day and decide that they don't want to be with me no more. And that's myself and God, most importantly. Because the more you pour into yourself and God, the more God will pour into you. If you don't believe in God, then whatever your source is, the more you pour into your source, the thing that you know gives you life every day that has provided so much, it's going to pour right back into you. And when you love on yourself after a breakup, you don't have room to be bitter. You don't want to be resentful. What's it going to do? It's not going to make you feel any better. And it's also just going to come right back to you. You know, distractions also, you know, like they say to get over another, you get under someone else. No, that does not work. Trust me. I tried in my past years of living. It does not work. It doesn't feel anything. It just makes you feel shittier. It's no use to bring into some bring someone into your situation, your mess, because you're emotional right now. Because when we're emotional, you know, like they say, you don't make decisions when you're when you're in your feelings. When you're emotional, it's not the best time. Because when you're out of those those emotions and they have faded, you're gonna look back and you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? Why did I do that? I know I'm not supposed to be cursing as much. Sorry, but yes, you're gonna think like, what was I thinking? That was just. You know, like that that was not smart at all. And then you've brought somebody else into your mess, into your, your situation, and now their feelings are involved. And it's just not fair. Again, the things that you put out and the things that you do to people are 100% gonna come back to you. Whether you believe in it or not, you don't have to you don't have to believe in the sun for it to rise every single morning. So whether you believe in karma or not, that does not stop karma from meeting you right at your front door. Understand and believe that. So be mindful of that when you get out of a breakup. When you hurt. Give it to God. Find some, if you don't believe in God or anything like that, find something, find a hobby. Find something within yourself that can make you feel better because bringing in somebody else into your situation is not fair. Especially if you're one of those people that break up and get back with your partner all the time, back and forth, back and forth. That's not fair to nobody for real, for real. And then also, it is the perfect opportunity to make sure that you cope correctly. And what I mean by coping correctly is learning from that relationship. After every breakup, there was something that needed to be 
learned 100%. And taking the that opportunity and using it and applying the lesson to be better and to make more conscious choices in your future, it sets you up. And I say, and I'm going to tell you guys this humbly. And if you really know me, you know that I'm not the type of person to brag on any type of level. That's just not my character. But this is something that I say with pride because it's something that I love about myself. I've been in a lot of relationships whereas people have shitted on me and did me wrong for whatever the reason. And I can say that I've never deserved it. It's just, I literally just don't understand why it's happened. I've just always been the girl that people have to realize after they lost her that they had a good thing. And I say that because those same people that were at some point not really feeling like like they were really felt like they wanted to shit on me, definitely came back. Definitely. I can say my last three relationships that I've had, and that's years, that's within years, right? They've all have tried to come back at some point because ego, I'm not an egotistical person. So when people's ego start to show, all right, go ahead. That's cool. I'm going to keep it pushing now. And then when you when you get off your high horse and you realize like, oh shit, I had a good thing. That girl really loved me. She really cared about me. She was down for me. She was loyal. She was good. She cared for me just as a person. When you realize that, then you want to come back and you want to say an apology and you want forgiveness and you want to rekindle. And I've always, nope, nope. I always say, say the same, nope. Because I've learned when people show you what they rather do, you pay very close attention. Don't be a fool. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. You learn your lesson. You learn how to move with people. I'm not saying don't forgive. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying don't forgive people because I've forgiven you, but that doesn't mean that I can let you back into my energy because I did. And I would, I allowed myself to be vulnerable with you on an intimate level. And some may have used that against me. And I still chose not to be bitter and resentful towards you. I still chose not to get revenge, even though in some cases I was correctly in the right to. I still chose to just, nope, make the better decision. And every single time, those same people, like I said, they would come back. And I take pride in maintaining my character. I didn't allow who people are and what they choose and chose to do to me change my character, change my beliefs, change my morale. And when you keep that and you stay 10 toes and you, your foundation and like, nah, whatever, that's, that's on you. You chose that, all right? Thanks for letting me know. I'm going to keep it pushing over here. I'm telling you, I promise you. You will meet somebody that is good for you. And I and I said this in my last episode, and I'll say it in this episode because I genuinely feel it, feel it. Although, you know, no relationship is perfect, my relationship, my relationship that I have right now, I feel like is what I deserve. And sometimes it's so good that, and some of us are capable of doing this. It's called self-sabotage, you know. When you have something so good, and because you're so used to expecting shit things from shitty people you sabotage and you look for the the mistake you look for the flaw you look for the lie you look for these certain things that you're so used to you can end up losing somebody that's good for you so learn the lessons that you had to learn from your relationships but don't allow what people did to you to define you and to, to say that that's what you deserve because it's not nobody deserves that everybody deserves love on this earth trust me Everybody, everybody deserves love. 
don't self-sabotage yourself. When you find someone that is actually genuinely, wholeheartedly good for you, for you, the you that you know, don't fuck it up. Talk to them. If you struggle with trust trust issues, with triggers, whatever it is, communicate that to them. Allow them to understand and let them know like, hey, listen, I do want to be with you. I do want to build on this. But also I've realized that because this is nothing like I've ever felt or this is nothing like I've had in a long time or whatever your personal situation might be, I have to also work on these personal things too. And I think that I can do this with you. And if that person, like I said, honors you, absolutely. And I'll be there to support you because I know that there may be things down the line that I'm going to have to deal with. That's a healthy relationship right there. And that's something that if you choose to love on daily, it will work on. But if that end comes to the end, make the right decisions moving forward so that when you do find your next relationship, you know, okay, wait, I learned from my last not to do like this, not to do like that. So now let me make sure that I implement those lessons. You know, that I'm I'm learning from my past mistakes. Or not even if the mistake wasn't on yourself, just make sure I'm learning, period. I still have to. Before, I would just get an attitude. I'm the attitude queen. But now it's like, no, you can't do that. You got to talk about your feelings. You got to express. Don't, don't hold on to that attitude. Just talk about how you feel. Talk about what bothers you. And it makes for a healthier foundation. It makes for a stronger relationship. But I would not have learned this if I didn't take that time after my breakup to love on myself and to learn about who I can be in my relationships and to make sure that I love myself first so that I'm never expecting somebody to give me the love that I need to give myself first. You give me love second. I give myself love first. You want to add to what I've already built. You don't want to have to help me build it. That's not healthy. And I spoke about that in my last episode. But all of these things, like I said, when you get to an end of the relationship, it happens. We've, Like I said, we've all been there. Don't be resentful. Don't be hurtful. We don't own people. When people come into your life and you, you guys' journeys merge, it's because there's a lesson that needs to be taught. We're going to provide something in each other's lives that only we can provide for one another. And if and when that end does come, we're going to walk away from each other with respect. Like, I love you and I will always have love for you, et cetera, et cetera. I'll be there for you. I wish you nothing but the best. And then you go on and you learn and then you work on yourself until that time comes that you found your next person. And then boom. The same cycle until you find your long-lasting, loving relationship that is meant to stay. These are all things that I've learned. This is all my personal experience. This whole entire episode is things that I've learned from personal experience. And this is something that my friend taught me. And I kind of want to close on this. Is that if you are someone right now that is in a relationship and you feel like you found your person, just because you think it's meant to be does not mean that it's going to be perfect. If the Bible tells you that you will live through trials and tribulations in your lifetime, what makes you think that you will not have those same trials and tribulations in your relationships? Obstacles will come. Problems, challenges will happen when you are building something that is worth the while. It is how you deal with that that is going to predict how healthy your relationship actually is. How you deal with those problems, talking about them, creating solutions, working, choosing love daily in, day out. Choosing to love that person that you're with. 
that's what's going to build the relationship, not just giving up once things get too hard. Understanding that, yes, there is a limit. And when you know the limit, you just know. We don't even have to talk about that. We're not children. But when you know in yourself that you call it quits quick, make that choice to make a different change, to do something different, to choose love daily, even when it's hard, even when you really don't like that person. You're like, wow, you are really pissing me off. They have the same feeling, vice versa, trust me. Choose love daily. Just because your relationship gets hard, I promise you, this is something that I do, that I wholeheartedly believe, and I know that has helped me get through my relationship. I pray on my relationship every single day, and I pray on my girlfriend every single day with love, just not for our relationship, but for her as an individual. Because if you are good as an individual, you'll be even better in a relationship. When Neil said, I'm a movement by myself, but I'm a force when we're together. That shit speaks volumes. Think about it. I guess I just really can't help it. I'm sorry. I'm a sailor. Think about it. But I really hope that you guys learned from this. I hope you guys were able to relate to the stories that I told, the things that I've spoken about in regards to the beginning phases of a relationship down to the middle. And then if and when it happens, the end, what is the best advice that I could offer was all in this episode. And I really hope that you guys took something from it. I hope you guys felt like we were having a conversation because I always feel like I'm talking. This is why sometimes I just go on tangents, et cetera, like right now. But yeah, uh, I also have some really good topics that I have in my mind. And I have my coffee mugs, morning motivation that are about to drop soon. I'm just waiting for the shipment of some extra stuff, but I will be dropping those mugs very soon. So look out for that and subscribe. Tell me how you feel. Thank you. Bye.